our modern American culture doesn't really have a clear rite of passage into manhood. We don't have a culture that celebrates the transition of a boy growing and becoming a man. A lot of times, boys are just expected to make the transition on their own without any guidance or any support. And that can be complicated and confusing. And a lot of boys struggle to find their way, to find their footing. Without a clear sense of what it means to be a man, they sometimes fall into negative behavior patterns like substance abuse or violence or just being aimless without a purpose. Teach Like a Man with J.D. Fleming. Hey friends, welcome back to the Teach Like a Man podcast. I am your host, J.D. Fleming, high school teacher and author of Teach Like a Man. Today, I want to talk about rites of passage. It's something that I've mentioned briefly a couple of times on the podcast, but today I want to go more in-depth. A rite of passage is basically a ceremony or a ritual which occurs when an individual leaves one group to enter another. It involves a significant change of status in society. Our modern American culture doesn't really have a clear rite of passage into manhood. A lot of times, boys are just expected to make the transition on their own without any guidance or any support. And that can be complicated and confusing. And a lot of boys struggle to find their way, to find their footing. Without a clear sense of what it means to be a man, they sometimes fall into negative behavior patterns like substance abuse or violence or just being aimless without a purpose. But at the same time, cultures that do have a rite of passage into manhood give boys a, a clear roadmap for their development. They know what is expected of them and what it is that they have to do in order to become men. And that gives them a clarity of purpose. And that can be incredibly empowering, giving those boys the confidence to take on life's challenges. There are a lot of cultures today and throughout history that have recognized how important it is to have a rite of passage into manhood. Like in Spartan culture, in ancient Sparta, boys were taken from their homes at the age of seven and placed in military barracks. They underwent intense physical training and education in preparation for becoming soldiers. And then at 18, they were considered full citizens and could marry and participate in politics. That was known as a goge. Then there is Bwiti in Gabon. Bwiti is a religious and spiritual tradition 
practiced by the Bwiti people in Gabon as part of their initiation into adulthood. Boys and girls take a hallucinogenic plant called a boga, which is believed to give them insight into the spiritual realm and their place in the world. There's Aborigine culture in Australia, and in some Aboriginal cultures, young boys undergo circumcision and other rituals as part of their initiation into manhood. They can also learn traditional hunting and survival skills and receive education on the customs and beliefs of their tribe. There's also Oluwaluko in Kosa culture in South Africa, where young boys undergo circumcision as part of their initiation into manhood. After that, they spend a few weeks recovering in a special hut, and they're taught about their responsibilities as men in their community. In some Amish cultures in the United States, boys undergo a period of rumspringa in their late teenage years. During that time, they can experience the outside world and decide whether to remain in the Amish community or to leave. The Maasai tribe in Kenya and Tanzania, in this tribe, boys undergo circumcision as a rite of passage into manhood. And that process is often performed without anesthesia and is seen as a test of courage and endurance. In the Jewish tradition, boys become bar mitzvah at the age of 13, which marks their transition into adulthood. That ceremony usually involves reading from the Torah and leading the congregation in prayer. There is a vision quest in Native American cultures. Many of those cultures have a tradition of the vision quest where young boys go on a spiritual journey alone in the wilderness for several days. The goal is to connect with the spirit world and gain guidance and direction for their lives. In Samoan culture, boys undergo a series of physical and mental challenges as part of their initiation into manhood. Those challenges can include climbing tall trees and receiving tattoos. And also there's the Hatam al-Quran in Islam. In some Islamic cultures, boys can celebrate their transition into manhood by completing a recitation of the entire Quran in a special ceremony called the Hatam al-Quran. Some of those examples, like the Spartan approach, may seem extreme by modern standards, but it speaks to the importance of having a defining moment when a boy becomes a man. Without this, boys can be left adrift, unsure of their place in the world, and they can lack a clear sense of purpose. I want to talk about what a lot of these rites of passage have in common. Rites of passage have three phases. Separation, liminality, and incorporation. In the first phase, the separation phase, people withdraw from their current status and prepare to move from one place or status to another. That consists of symbolic 
behavior signifying the detachment of that individual or group. There's a, often a detachment or a cutting away from the former self in this phase, which is signified in symbolic actions and rituals. For example, the cutting of the hair for a person who has just joined the military, which is something I and a lot of my friends have gone through personally. They are cutting away the former self, the civilian. A lot of the rites of passage for males also include circumcision, literally and painfully cutting away parts of their bodies to symbolize their passage into manhood. The next phase, the transition or liminal phase, that is the period between stages where one has left one place or state but has not yet entered or joined the next. This is the training or the development phase where the old person or old life is replaced with the new. An example would be those eight to ten weeks of boot camp that I went through, or the days spent in wilderness alone that I mentioned. In the third phase, the incorporation phase, the passage is consummated by the ritual subject. After they have completed the rite and assumed their new identity, the person re-enters society with their new status. There are elaborate rituals and ceremonies like graduation or a pinning ceremony. And there are symbols of the new life, such as a black belt or a ring or a crown. Or like blooding in hunting, whenever a young hunter makes their first kill, an older experienced hunter will smear blood on their face and that initiates newcomers into their ranks. The person usually receives a physical symbol that separates who they are from who they were. The military is full of all kinds of rites of passage ceremonies uh, for rank advancement, promotions, other achievements. Uh, another example is I also went through the crossing the line ceremony when I was in the Navy, when my ship crossed the equator. And we went from being polywogs to shellbacks. King Neptune was there on the flight deck on his throne. And we had to go through all these obstacles to earn our shellback. It was a, it was a whole experience. It was an initiation. Initiation rites are seen as fundamental to human growth and development as well as socialization. There are basically five rites of passage that pretty much everyone goes through. The first would be the, the rite to birth, because everyone is born, and then we celebrate birthdays every year as we get older. There's the rite to adulthood, which is different for male and female. There is the rite to marriage. Not everyone gets married, but it is very common, and there is a ceremony to signify before and after. There is the right to eldership, where a person 
becomes a, a wizened mentor, like a, uh, a retirement ceremony, and there's the right to ancestorship after death or passing from this life or this world. And that consists of a burial ceremony. But what types of rites of passage do we have in America today as part of our American culture? There are different cultural rites, like I mentioned before, like bar mitzvah and also bat mitzvah for, for females in Jewish culture. Pretty much everyone goes through different rites as they grow older, like a family celebrating when their toddler is officially potty trained or someone getting their driver's license or graduating from high school. Those are for everyone. There are some rites that are specific to being a female, like we're seeing more celebrations for when a girl has her first menstrual cycle. There's also uh, huge celebrations for girls for their Sweet 16 birthday. There are debutante balls. Senior prom is a huge deal, but mostly for girls. Guys don't really get into that as much as girls do. But what rites of passage do we have in America today that are part of our culture that are specifically for boys? I don't think we really have very many. We don't have a culture that celebrates the transition of a boy growing and becoming a man. And I think that boys would really benefit from having that. Having a physical, concrete period of time that is acknowledged and recognized as a before and after, where they can be giving training, basically, into how life is different between being a young boy and being a young man. And I think that as male teachers and coaches, we can help to bridge that gap for them. Ultimately, we need to recognize that the lack of a rite of passage into manhood can be a significant problem with real-world implications. By working together, we can help boys navigate this critical stage of life and they can emerge as confident, capable men ready to take on whatever challenges come their way. I want you to think about this. Reflect on your own experiences growing up as a boy. Did you feel like you clearly understood what it meant to be a man? Or were you left confused or uncertain? What role did positive male role models play in your development? And how did they influence your understanding of masculinity? And also, how can you use your experiences to help support the boys in your life as they navigate this critical stage of development? Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time.